What is going on, everybody? We are back. Next episode of the Our City Podcast. This one will be a little longer. It's uh, it's going to be a rant. It's kind of a not great week for baseball, to say the least. So given recent world events and all that, I signed out of Twitter. Because Twitter is the top social media I use by far. But I signed out of Twitter because of, rec- of recent world events and it's just easy for and other personal reasons it's just easier for me I come back on was it what's today Thursday I come back on Monday and all hell breaks loose with Major League Baseball oh from Monday till today you start with Monday Rob Manfred talking talking with Carl Ravitch on ESPN 100% 100% there will be a season, he says. Two days later, he's on ESPN again. I can't remember the exact name of the program he was on. But on ESPN again, two days later, he goes, I'm not so sure we'll have a season. In two days, he went from 100% we will have a season to, yeah, I don't know if we're going to have a season or not. This blows. This is embarrassing. Travis Shaw, uh, who I follow on Twitter, uh, for those of you who don't know, he was on the Brewers, now a member of the Toronto Blue Jays. He just flat out said, this is embarrassing. And I agree to an extent. I agree it's embarrassing, but it's embarrassing on both sides, not just one side over the other. The entire league, Manfred, the owners, Tony Clark and the Players Union, the players, all of them are to blame for this. When coronavirus first started going crazy, we were kind of expecting, especially when the NBA, because the NBA was the first sport, it was either NBA or NHL, I'm 95% sure it was NBA, was the first sport to shut down. So we kind of figured that MLB was going to delay the start of their season. We were going to play it out and see how coronavirus happened and what was what the deal was with that. And they completely, Major League Baseball as a whole, completely blew this opportunity. Now, I was talking to my brother last night, and he was saying this was a golden opportunity for Major League Baseball. Because if they could get back going again, even if they had travel restrictions and the players had to be quarantined from their families and all that for the time being, if they could get baseball going, it was something that people needed right now. Because NFL is not starting for another two months or so. NBA and NHL were done. There's nothing. NASCAR and golf started going a couple weeks ago. But to be honest, and no offense to any NASCAR or golf fans, but NASCAR and golf is not as popular as Major League Baseball. No no discredit to those two sports. I'll still watch them. But it's just, to me, it's not as popular as Major League Baseball. So this was Major League Baseball's golden opportunity to set themselves apart, to get more fans, to grow baseball for the better. And they blew it. 
in my opinion. This is what he was also saying. My brother was saying they had nothing else going on. If they would have played, they could have attracted so many more fans. And now they want to start playing. But the NBA and the NHL are coming back, and they're coming back with playoffs. I don't know about you, as an avid sports, as big of a sports fan as I am, and as much as I love baseball, a playoff game is going to be a million times more entertaining than the first five games of the season. I'd rather watch, I will take an NBA and an NHL playoff game over the first five games of an MLB season as a, as a sports fan, not as a baseball fan, as a sports fan. Because what's going to be more entertaining to watch? My attention is going to be drawn towards that. Now, again, we don't know the full scope of what's going on. Now, like I said, I was signed out of Twitter for a little bit, and when I went back on, I saw everything. I saw the interviews Manfred had with ESPN. I saw Tony Clark and the Players Union statements. I saw players go off. I saw Trevor Bauer's 10-thread tw- tweet, or however long it was. I saw players like Pete Alonzo and Mike Trout getting upset. I've seen, I've read everything from John Heyman, from Jeff Passan, from Ken Rosenthal, all those guys. But those th- those guys, the beat writers, can only tell us so much. That's why I think the blame goes on all sides. Because we're not in those rooms. And the same thing goes for stuff outside of baseball, whether it's politics, whether it's social stuff, whatever the case may be, we don't know the full story. We can only be told so much at a time. We're not physically in the room when stuff is happening or at the location when stuff is happening to know whose side to be on. You know, I watched, I just watched on YouTube. By the way, go check it out. It was a, pretty much sums it up. It's literally what's going on right now is billionaires versus millionaires. This is what he said. And right now, to me, they're having the players in the league are having an ego contest. That's the PG version of what I actually think is going on. They're having an ego contest. Seeing who's got more balls. Who's going to be the one to bend first. But the thing is, to have a season, both sides are going to have to bend. The league's not going to have to give way to everything what the players want, The player, nor should they. The players aren't going to give way to what the league want. League wants, nor should they. Both sides need to give a little, and right now it seems like neither one of them are willing to give. When coronavirus first entered this country, and we had to start, and Trump and state governors started shutting everything down, We had no idea what to do because the country hasn't seen anything like this in a hundred years. Now, yes, we've had outbreaks of diseases like the swine flu and Ebola and all that, 
but nothing, it was never as talked about and as in the news as coronavirus was, or has been, and still is. And now with all the other stuff going on in the real world, people need something as an escape. Now to me, baseball isn't just an escape. It's something that I thoroughly enjoy watching or playing or reading about and all that. But for some people, it also is an escape. That's how they view sports. It's a break from all the garbage going on in the real world. And having baseball back, or any anything back, even if no fans were able to sit in the stands, fans would be able to watch from TV or from their laptops or phones or whatever, it would be something to them. It would be something showing that things will be okay, things will get better, and it would be a sign of things starting to at least get somewhat back to normal. Because in my opinion, not to get off topic, but the world after coronavirus is kind of that after it dies down, it's starting to die down a little bit. But if this second wave that they're expecting happens in the fall during flu season, and then when that dies down and we can start to you know not have to wear masks, not have to worry about social distancing, that's not going to happen. Whether a second wave hits or not or whether it dies down and goes away forever and we never hear about coronavirus again, the world will never be the same again. Nothing will ever be completely back to normal like it was before coronavirus. But with baseball or some sort of sporting event. Like when NASCAR came back, I believe NASCAR was one of, if not the first sport to come back. That was something. Even though I never watched, I've watched maybe two or three NASCAR races in my life. It's just, it's not a sport that appeals up, like look at maybe a highlight or something, but it's not a sport that really appeals to me. That's just my personal preference. But when I saw NASCAR was coming back, to me, that showed that, hey, that things are going to be okay and we're starting to get back to the way things were. Then golf came back. Then um, UFC is, I don't know what UFC, I don't watch a lot of UFC, so I don't know what they're doing. WWE, ho- um, hockey and basketball are coming back with, but they're, even though they're going to start with the playoffs, they're still coming back. Which is reasonable because right about now is when the playoffs would be ending and all that anyway. And now we don't have to worry about football until August, September. The Olympics got postponed next year. So that leaves baseball. It's, it's, I'm really at a loss for words of what's going on. It's infuriating and really upsetting what's going on. Because you got the players that are saying all their stuff. You got the league that's saying all their stuff. And we're not getting anywhere. We're wasting time. You know, we quickly went from a full season, regular playoffs. We were going to start later and end around Thanksgiving-ish. And if we had to, we were going to play playoff games on neutral sites down south because of weather up north, so like you're not playing in the snow and all that. 
quickly went down to 100 games. Then we were down to half a season. Now we're down to 48 or 58 or whatever it is games this year. If that. If we even get that. At most, if games are, if games are played, we're not getting more than 60 games. I'm willing to put money that we are not getting more than 60 games. The fact that all this is happening is, I've said it a bunch of times, I'll probably say it a bunch more throughout this episode, it's embarrassing. This is a horrible look for Major League Baseball. And to t- this is also just after MLB was all over the news everywhere because of the Astros. And the league was going to recover from that, just like it recovered from the steroid era. But then you throw this stuff on top of it. And sure, man, and yes, Manfred does have some blame in this. He's the he's the boss. He does have some blame. But the blame is all the way around too. It's not just Manfred. It's not just the players. It's not just Tony Clark and the Players Union. It's not just the owners. It's everybody involved. You know, when Manfred was hired, I liked I liked the hire. I was like, okay, I think Manfred's going to be a good commissioner. I liked him better than Selig. I, but the way I've handled, but the way I've watched Manfred handle the Astros, with the, in my opinion, soft penalties, and the quote piece of metal, and the way with all this going on, it's going to be tough for him to recover from that, because he could do so much with the game. He can make the game the best it's ever been by the time he's done being the commissioner. But all anybody's going to talk about is how he handled the Astros and how he handled bringing baseball back during coronavirus. It's it's embarrassing, infuriating, you name it. It describes what's going on right now. Now you got the players saying, well, tell us when and where. Like... Again, like I said before, we don't know the full story of what's going on. We don't know every single thing that was said in those rooms. You know, the players, the league, could all be twisting words around to make it seem like the other side's the bad guy. For all we know, we're not in there, we don't know. But for it to be coming the way it is, and I'm sure social media has played a big role in this being the way it is. But the fact that we're sitting here in June 18th, it's the middle of June. After originally we were supposed to be have a delayed start to the season and start in May. Now we're looking at July, then we were looking at July 4th. 4th of July weekend. Now we're looking at middle of July if games were to come back. And we're looking at about 40 to 50 games. No matter what, players and owners, whether they play or not, no matter how the schedule works out, everybody's losing money. 
Look at a guy like Marcus Stroman and Mookie Betts, who are free agents after this year. They are free agents regardless if a game is played or not. Mookie Betts will not be with the will not be officially a Met, and Mookie Betts will not officially be a Dodger once this quote unquote season ends, regardless if games are played or not. Now their values hurt. Now both of them are going to be getting paid less than what they should be getting paid because they lost a year of service time. And with all this going on, who knows if they're going to be back to what they were. They prob- they most likely will be. They're professional athletes. They know what they're doing. But you don't, you're taking a gamble. Having a year off, you don't know what you're going to get. I can watch, I've watched all the stuff on ESPN, I've read all the tweets, I've read all the articles, and I'm just embarrassed. Until the day I die, I will love and watch this game and support this game until the day I die. I will never leave this sport. But right now... I am embarrassed to be a fan of this sport. It is tougher than ever to be a fan right now because this game is supposed to be about the fans. And the way the players, the players union, the league, and Manfred are acting right now, they're both, all sides equally are showing that this is not about the fans. Now again, I'm sure there's plenty of details that we don't know that could sway your opinion one way or the other. And I'm not dissing, you know, Trevor Bauer or Mike Trout or any of these other players that have said or Pete or any of these other players that have said stuff on social media. I'm not dissing them for that. They have a right to be upset. The league has a right to be upset. The fans have the most right to be upset. You know, I still respect all these players that are saying that their stuff online. Like, I'm not losing respect for any of them. I don't hate them because of what they say. But the players are also at fault in this. You know, one thing I was always taught growing up is when there's a quote-unquote fight, whether it's verbal, physical, whatever it is, there's always two or more involved. There's never a fight that involves one party. It takes two to tango. And that's what and this is another example of that. The league versus the players. What who's going to give first? One's going to blame one side, the other's going to blame the other, but in actuality they're both to blame. It's frustrating to see that the game has gotten to this point. And also, let's say we play 50 games. Just for the sake of even numbers, let's say we play a 50-game season. Let's say the New York Mets win the whole thing. The World Se- They have extended playoffs. They do whatever. They win the World Series. Did you really, as a Mets fan, do you really think your team won the World Series when you played a third of what the season actually is. I wouldn't. 
If I were a Mets fan, if they win the World Series in 2020, that's not the same. That's not the same as it was watching the, watching the Washington Nationals go from 19 and 32 or whatever it was to winning the World Series in Game 7 against the Astros. That's how I want to watch the Mets win the World Series. Coming from day one, from game one, from opening day to game 162, all the way to game four, five, six, or seven of the World Series, however many it takes. That's how I want them to win the World Series. If they win the World Series in 50 games, that's not the same. Any team that you're a fan of, to me, if the Brewers win, if the Yankees win, if the A's win, if the Marlins win, whoever wins the World Series this year, it's not the same. You know, there's going to be an asterisk next to the 2017 Astros. Forever. There's also going to be an asterisk next to the 2020, if we play, the 2020 World Series champion forever. Because you didn't, in my opinion, you didn't actually win the World Series, even the Mets. You did not actually win the World Series if you played a third of the season. You need to play a full season. And the only way I could see the league recovering from this, and eventually things will get better. Things will go back to somewhat normal. Baseball will be back. But next season, especially since 2021 is the uh, bargaining agreement or whatever it is, whatever the technical term is between the players' union and the league, next year is big for baseball. 2021 is huge. You have that going on. You have uh, the WBC. I believe they're doing it in 2021. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they're doing the next WBC in 2021. Or they may have just skipped this one entirely and they're going to whenever the next one is in four years. You have the Olympics. The Olympics is going to make or break Major League Baseball next year. Because now that baseball is back in the Olympics, if you don't allow Major League players to play in that, you screwed up big time. You imagine what Team USA could roll out there. Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Mike Trout, Christian Yelich, Buster Posey, Andrew McCutcheon, all those guys that were part of Team USA during the WBC, roll out all those guys onto Team USA. Harper, who in the starting nine interview was big on the Olympics and letting MLB players play. If you don't have those guys playing in that, that's not going to grow the game at all. They need to treat the Olympics like it's the WBC. Let the major leaguers go in there and play. If you watch the KBO right now, the Korean baseball, it's just like watching a WBC game. The 2017 WBC was the first game, first one I ever watched. And that was by far the coolest month or so or however long it was of baseball I've ever watched. And they need more of that in baseball. 
That's how you grow the game. Stalling and the players in the league having an ego contest with each other is not going to do that. It's going to hurt the game. And now you're also adding the extended nettings, which is an argument for another episode. You're adding, um, you're experimenting with pitch clocks and robot umpires. Improve pace of play. What are you doing? This is not, you want Major League Baseball to grow? This is the worst example of it growing. If I ask my friends at school who LeBron James is, if they don't watch sports at all, if I ask them who LeBron James is, they all know who LeBron James is, even if they've never watched a basketball game in their life. Everyone knows who LeBron James is. But if I go and ask them who Mike Trout is, Mike Trout is the greatest player in baseball right now, and the greatest of this generation. I go and ask them who Mike Trout is, not one of them knows who he is. You have to watch baseball to know who Mike Trout is. That's how you need to grow the game. You need to do better marketing of your players. You need to get rid of these, in my opinion, stupid rules that are trying that are trying to um, make the game go faster. You need to stop having an ego contest with each other. Take a step back. Think about who this game's actually for. And try and come up with some sort of agreement to try and save baseball. And both sides are going to have to give. The players are not going to get everything they want. The league's not going to get everything they want. They're both going to have to give. Will they? I, I don't know. I know yesterday I saw John Heyman said that Manfred and Tony Clark, the head of the players' union, met in person down in Arizona. I have not looked to see what the details of that that are out are. Uh, I've heard July 19th is a date. I've heard 4th of July weekend still. There's a lot of uncertainty going on. And the longer this goes out, the more I doubt there's going to be baseball. I'll take a 40-game season right now. Because it'll give me something. But the fact that it had to get down to what it's getting what it's becoming right now is shameful. MLB, both the players, the owners, the commissioner, everybody involved should be embarrassed in how this played out. It's dis- it's embarrassing what is going on. I can't think of any other way to describe it. You could tell me till you're blue in the face it's the league or it's the players or who it's whoever it's at fault. Both sides are at fault. There's not one side's at fault more than the other. They're going back and forth with each other. They're playing tug of war and it's a stalemate. No it's you're getting nowhere. 
They're going to have to loosen their grip a little bit, both sides, and come to some sort of agreement. I hope there is baseball this year. And I hope it's soon. But I'm just but if Major League Baseball loses money, loses fans, loses whatever because of this, it's kind of deserved. You know, I personally will never not support baseball. But there are other people out there that there are a lot of people out there that don't think like me and they will not watch baseball ever again. They will not give another cent or another penny to their favorite team again because of this. If you want to grow the game, this is the exact opposite of how to grow the game. But, again, we're not the ones in that room. We're not Tony Clark or Rob Manfred or any of these players that are involved in the meetings. We don't know the full story. We never will know the full story. But for now, all we can do is have hope. Because the sooner baseball comes back, the sooner or the better everything, in my opinion, is going to be. But now I've been talking for about a half hour now. I think I'm done ranting. Um, MLB, Manfred, the owners, Tony Clark, and the rest of the staff of the Players Union, the players themselves, get your act together. Remember who this game actually is for. It comes, so, so both of you are going to have to give a little. And let's get some, let's play ball. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Our City Podcast. Um, hope you enjoyed it. I know it was a rant, so it's probably hard to enjoy listening to a rant. But make sure you're following us on Twitter at Our City Pod. Make sure you're subscribing, hitting that thumbs up button. Leave comments if you have any questions, comments, concerns, and I'll answer them. Uh, I've done up on. I'm also on other social media, my personal stuff, which will be down listed below. Again, make sure subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Hope you enjoyed this one. The next one, hopefully. Well, not hopefully. The next one will probably be, the next episode will be if uh, we have a season or not and talking about that and what the deal is. But thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Let's go Mets.